Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about how to access 25% returns. Grant and I have talked about this before. If, you know, if someone tells you, you know, they can give you 10, 15% returns consistently, don't talk to them. But this might be the one exception because we found we found a great spot. So for 25% returns, we're talking about saving money via tax optimization. So in this particular case, what I mean is uh, if you have, let's say, $1,000 from your paycheck, you could put that into your 401k and you'll, you'll have now $1,000 in your 401k pre-tax. But if you did not invest that money in your 401k and you invested in an after-tax account, um, then that $1,000 has to be taxed. And let's just, we're rounding out to about 25%, depending on where you're at. It might be more, it might be less. Um, so boom, all of a sudden, $250 is out of your pocket and no longer potentially able to work for you. So there's a lot of ways that you know we could save money on taxes immediately up front in the present day. And then there's other opportunities for saving money down the road that we can talk about. But but first, we want to just say that um, you know if there's, if there's ways you can optimize your tax benefits, um, usually it's going to be in your IRA, um, either via pre-tax or um, via Roth IRA contributions that will benefit you down the road because they are uh, tax-free on the on the distributions, um, or access to a 401k if that's available. Um, those are the two biggest ones for a lot of people. And uh, Grant, you were talking about somebody who made a big mistake regarding those two, right? Yeah, no, I get you know emails all the time from readers or listeners who are basically like, I have $1,000 to invest. What should I invest it in? And then I just ask them a simple question of, you know, are you maximizing your pre-tax tax advantage accounts? And a lot of them just, they either don't understand what that means or they're like, oh, I'm putting in 5% in my 401k, but I have this extra $1,000. And one of the biggest, biggest hurdles to building wealth is just taxes generally. So anything that you can do to minimize your tax burden, um, you're going to get a bigger return. Uh, and so trying to put as much money as you can into your 401 or your IRA, or, you know, I'm a big fan of the SEP IRA. If you're a side hustler, you know, open up that account and you can put up to 25% of your freelance income into an individual retirement account, um, you know, and take that deduction uh, on your taxes. And so you don't have to pay tax on it until you take out the money. And really a lot of wealth building is about getting the money into the market before you pay tax on it, because then that money can grow without being taxed and you only have to pay the tax when it comes out. So if you want to get a 25% return, maximize your tax deferred investments as much as possible. Another piece of advice, and I see a lot of young couples making this mistake, you should be maximizing the pre-tax contributions for both uh, you know, of, of the partners or, or, or your spouse, uh, because that's a double benefit. Whereas if you're filing taxes together and you can both contribute the maximum to your 401k, I mean, that's just massive advantages down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And saving taxes today, a lot of people are like, well, you know, sure, you might get that upfront tax savings, but what about down the road? You know, I would say as a tax professional, my main focus is eliminating the tax burden today. And there's a lot of ways you can minimize that tax burden down the road. So it doesn't necessarily have to equal what it would have been today. So for example, with an IRA, I know there's a, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can 
withdraw money a little early, um, whether, whether that be a 72T distribution or you can access it funds via what's called a, um, an IRA conversion ladder. Um, but some of these topics get a little bit more detailed and obviously, you know, it's further down the road. But the whole core of this message is just saying, look, look at your tax um, expense today and then see if there's any opportunities for you to invest in any tax efficient vehicles. Take advantage of it and you'll be surprised. A lot of those, yeah, you'll be seeing 25% immediate returns and extra money in your accounts. Yeah, if you have extra money, put it in pre-tax investment accounts. Don't take it out and try to day trade it. What about your Roth IRA though? Individual equities. Yeah, the Roth IRA is an, is, is an interesting point because I think, honestly, you should maximize uh, and hit the max on your 401k potentially even before uh, investing in a Roth. I know that's a, it's a tough decision. It depends on your individual case. But you know, I honestly believe that the tax advantage of a 401k could potentially be better than a Roth, even though the Roth does grow tax-free for life. Yeah, I would say just final point, if you're stuck between deciding whether to go for your Roth IRA or your pre-tax 401k, you know, it's a good spot to be in. I think either one's a good decision. Um, it depends on your individual circumstances. Take a look at it. But yeah, take advantage of the taxes, whether it be pre-tax or post-tax. Look for any ways you can benefit. And yeah, we hope this episode was helpful and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit millennialmoneyminutes.com.